Animal training methods are used for varying creatures, classic marine creatures, horses, parrots, rats, and dogs, and even pigeons. These podcasts focus on the effects and efficiency of different training methods for dogs specifically. Dogs learn by trial and error, by experiencing what's rewarding and what is not, and yearning towards the positive outcomes by repeating what was done to get them. There are many methods of training our friendly canines by using this information, and before I get into them, I'd like to point out that their personality, experience, breed, and learning style also plays into the role of how each training method affects them, and that not every method works best for each individual pup, but that there is a general trend. There are two overall groups of methods. One is called classical training. With this training, the dog's natural behaviors are predicted and triggered to be used in a, to a trainer's advantage. An example of this would be the experience, experiments with Pavlov's dog. These training techniques causes the dog to use associative learning, which happens involuntarily. The other big group of methods is called operant conditioning. It is described beautifully by Labrador Training HQ as a method of dog training based on the controlling on controlling the environment so that a behavior results in either pleasant or unpleasant consequences. This training technique makes the dog associates its action with the following consequences. The method of learning is identified and acknowledged by the animal and is very much voluntary. Operant conditioning is frequently used in zoos and is divided into four subsections. In these subsections, they use four different terms, where the term positive adds something, and the, and the term negative takes something, while also the term reinforcement increases a behavior and punishment decreases a behavior. So one of the divisions is called positive reinforcement, where dogs are rewarded for their behavior. Positive reinforcement is summed up by Mike Clark from Dog Time as how dogs will report, repeat good behavior when it's followed by a reward but bad behavior does not get a reward or acknowledgement. So when a dog is given a reward immediately after behavior, it associates the behavior with the reward, and thus wanting the reward, the the dog behaves in that way to get it. So basically, they are given something to maintain good behavior. This division of operant conditioning doesn't work very well because the dog is not taught which behaviors are wrong and thus requires some some sort of form of safe punishment to compensate. Without the punishment, it allows the dog to find its own reward as a result of the continued allowed bad behavior and further reinforces it. Marker training, and more specifically clicker training, is a form of this method, as well as command training. Relationship training also relates to this form of training, except that there is mutual benefits for the trainer and the dog, and and the dog, not just for the trainer and the dog, not just the dog. Shaping is the process of a succession of rewards to step by step. Shaping is a process of a succession of rewards to step by step achieve an end result. A very well-explained and great example from a well-known behavioral scientist, B.F. Skinner's book Punishment, is on the webpage if you scroll down. In the excerpt, he talks about his experience with, with, with his pigeons and how he used rewards to make them execute actions, which required a step-by-step process. 
The process of shaping has even taught Swedish dogs to drive by using different scenarios set apart from the actual car itself, like using a gear stick or a steering wheel or pedals as all separate processes which were given rewards afterwards. Basically, they were trained through an extremely modulized way and after were taught to combine all the separate actions into driving a car. Anyway, Back to the second division of operant conditioning, which is called positive punishment. Though this method, the, through this method, the dog is given something displeasing to eliminate an unwanted behavior. For instance, a dog receiving a shock from a shock collar as punishment for walking out of the yard would be an example of positive punishment. The third method is negative reinforcement, which takes away something displeasing <coughs> in exchange for a wanted behavior. An example of negative reinforcement would be when a dog returns to the yard to stop a shock collar from shocking him. Positive punishment and negative reinforcement are very similar and sometimes hard to distinguish. The difference is basically just the perspective from which you look at it and their underlying definitions. And the last division of operant conditioning is negative punishment, which removes something desirable to eliminate an unwanted behavior. For example, a dog jumps up into, onto a person and the person's attention is taken away from the dog. So yeah, those are the two main overall types of dog training. Continue on to podcast two for more training methods.